What if I told you that I know a not-so-secret tactic to make you more like Christ? You would have to humble yourself, though. That's actually the biggest part of it. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. Have you ever served in the children's area at church? It can be a challenge. There's a reason why it's always understaffed. You're dealing with wildly unpredictable little people who can't do anything for you. And you pretty much have to do everything for them. They might hug you, punch you, high-five you, or try to bite you. I highly recommend it. When we put ourselves in a position to serve someone who cannot add anything to us, we model Christ's service, His love, and humility. Jesus saw children as having tremendous value, even when His disciples didn't. He looked at every person and saw them as worthy. He didn't identify one group as better or worse, more important or not worth his time. Jesus came to serve everyone. Christ gave up all of his status for us. He went from ruler of eternity to being born a helpless baby in a poor working class family. He submitted to his parents' leadership. Imagine the one who created reality with the sound of his voice humbling himself to swing a hammer with his adoptive dad and build furniture for the family business. If you can even grasp an ounce of that, it should fill your heart with a tremendous amount of gratitude for our Savior. And from that place of love and thankfulness, hopefully it inspires you to serve others in the same way. Possibly even a few Sundays a month in the children's area. Seriously, they would love to have you. This is what Paul was trying to convince believers in Philippi to do while the apostle himself sat in a prison cell in Rome. Paul wrote, Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out for only your own interest, but take an interest in others too. The continual process of being Christ-like is turning the attention away from yourself. If your approach to church, life, and faith is me-centered or what can I get out of it, then it's not Jesus-centered. And that kind of defeats the whole purpose of being a believer, doesn't it? From my personal experience, the times where I've been the happiest, where I experience the most joy, is when I'm not focusing everything on me. Innately, we are created to serve. We are built to worship. Random analogy time. A fish is happiest when it's in its environment. Being a fish, right? Makes sense? Take it out of the water and tell it to be something else, and that will result in one unhappy tuna. People are kind of the same. When we live as God designed us to, in the right environment, we can be fulfilled. When we're not, we're gasping like a fish out of water. We've established I'm a little weird, right? I'm no mathematician, but the figures always add up the same. You plus more of you equals still just you. You cannot add anything to yourself. You plus Jesus equals value, worth, purpose, and hope. It seems counterintuitive, but Christ said if you want more life, you have to start by giving yours away. Paul explains, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges, he took the humble position of a slave, and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. So I know the thought of serving toddlers sounds terrifying, 
but maybe not so bad in light of what our Savior gave up for us. We're being asked to drop every ounce of status and self-perceived value to serve others like Jesus served us. We're not here for the credit. We're not here to impress people. We're serving others with no expectation of reward in response to our Savior's love and sacrifice. I think one of the best reactions and acknowledgments of who Jesus is can be found in Luke chapter 7. It says Jesus was invited to a church leader's house for a dinner. He sits down at the table. The Bible says, And a moral woman heard where Jesus was going to be, brought her prized possession, a beautiful jar filled with expensive perfume. Verse 38 says this, Then she knelt behind him, that being Jesus, at his feet, weeping. Her tears fell on his feet, and she wiped them off with her hair. Then she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. The religious men were offended by this. She's making a fool of herself. Jesus did this. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Look at this woman kneeling here. When I entered your home, you didn't offer me water to wash the dust from my feet, but she has washed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss, but from the time I first came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You neglected the courtesy of olive oil to anoint my head, but she has anointed my feet with rare perfume. I tell you, her sins, and they are many, have been forgiven. So she has shown me much love. But a person who is forgiven little shows only little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, your sins are forgiven. Who are you more like, the religious leader Simon or the immoral woman? Both were at the table with Jesus. Only one of them recognized who he was and responded to it. Only one of them honored Christ with their actions. If you would take a moment to reflect and see Christ as he truly is, it would move you to your knees to serve him to give up the very best you had to show your love and gratitude to the one who has redeemed you and saved you. My fear is that many of us know of Jesus, but we don't really know Jesus. Simon knew of Jesus, so he invited him to dinner. The woman knew Jesus, so she wept at his feet and served him. She recognized him as holy, worthy, king. He recognized her and forgave her of her sins. Pride will keep you at arm's length from Jesus, but humility will bring you to his feet. Jesus humbled himself to serve us, to die for us like a criminal. Paul says, Therefore God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That is my Jesus, the name above all names, the Lord of all. Every knee bowing before him, every tongue declaring his praise. The Holy Anointed One who calls me to live like him, love like him, and serve like him. If the King of everything can kneel to wash the feet of sinners, we can look away from ourselves and serve people in need. Not for personal glory, but to the glory of the Father. Out of the abundance of love that Jesus has poured out for us. But if you want to be near the risen King, you have to be willing to humble yourself and serve at his feet.
And when you recognize Jesus in your humility, he recognizes us. Paul opens the second chapter of Philippians with what I think is a great way to close out the show. He says, is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. It reminds me of a song we would sing together in church as kids. Something the wonderful teachers taught us because they saw our value and they were humbling themselves to serve us like Jesus. The song goes, if we all work together, 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 if we all work together, how happy we'll be. For your work is my work and our work is God's work. If we all work together, how happy we'll be. Be humble like Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. I want to encourage you to read Philippians chapter 2 and Luke chapter 7 on your own. Spend time in prayer and reflection. Ask God to humble you, to allow you to see Jesus as he truly is, and to worship him in spirit and truth. Look for opportunities to consistently serve others from that place of humility and Christ-like love. I'm so excited to see what God does with that kind of faith and obedience. We want to connect with you. Check out honestlyradio.com to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find all the apps we're on there where you can download the show for free. I want to encourage you to connect daily with God in prayer, in the Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. This has been my daily reminder on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.